Hey, everybody, this is Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Yes, how are you? I hope each and every one of you is doing very, very, very well. It is Monday, November 27, 2023. As I record this, this will be episode 180 of Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. And this one's a special one. This one is being recorded in the classroom where I teach at Northeastern University. And this is my social media and brand strategy implementation course. And my students are watching me talk into my phone to record this on the Podbean platform, which hosts my podcast. And I've been talking to them tonight all about podcasts, about blogs and social media and personal branding, et cetera, et cetera, but specifically podcasts and how, wow, in my hand, I'm holding my phone, talking into it, and this will be episode 180 and goes out to, theoretically, the world. I mean, literally, the world. As many people who want to listen to this episode can listen to this episode. And that's a powerful thing. And that's content, that's social media, that's communications, that's reaching more people, far, far, far more people than you would have otherwise been able to if you didn't use social media, if you didn't embrace social media, if you didn't leverage social media, and that is the internet to broadcast the, the phone, the, the, the idea of podcasting, it's so powerful. I talk about how social media has, has changed my life, how it can change your life too, how it already has changed so many lives, so many businesses, brands, etc., etc. So, hey, what we're going to do tonight in the classroom here, this is grad students. This is the College of Professional Studies at Northeastern University. This is one of, believe it or not, six courses I am teaching this fall semester. Keeps me on my toes, keeps me busy, but I love, love, love teaching, and I'm so impressed with my wicked smart students, my ridiculously awesome students. They have a few questions for me. I said, you can ask me anything, and I'll, I'll try to answer those questions. Social media probably would be preferred, but honestly, you can ask me anything, students. So they're looking at me saying, really? Who? I'll ask you, uh, who knows what they might ask me, but, but social media probably is what I'm anticipating they will ask me, and I'll talk, and it's going to be a short episode. If you listen to my podcast regularly, you know that sometimes I have a special guest and we'll talk for 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour. It, it depends how, how long the conversation is, depends on how much we have to talk about. And, and then sometimes I do those short monologues, many, many case studies or, or just little riffs on lessons, on brands, on, on campaigns that I see and want to talk about. Tonight, again, will be a little different. I'll be asked questions, I'll talk about social media and whatever my students want to ask me. So I'm looking at them right now and and seeing who wants to ask me a question first and I'm going to hand them the microphone and then they'll hand it back to me and I'll ask them the questions. So I'm looking at my students and and wondering who will ask me a question first and and maybe Helen, do you have a question for me? Did you have a question for me? Professor, I want to ask you, there are so many uh, information. How do you overview them? 
so many social media channels or yeah and so many information so much information yeah how how do you overview them uh, to choice they are, they will take much time to watch the information yes so is it more how i am able to consume all the information on social media myself it adds hours to your day no no question helen um when i first started writing my blog and i showed you my blog in class today i wrote a post called and it was a takeoff on the movie sleepless in seattle starring tom hanks i borrowed i paraphrased the title of that movie and i said sleepless in social media and the point was it does add hours to your day and when social media came around and i started blogging in 2004 and and then twitter and facebook and and you know now my podcast and now i'm teaching social media it does take time so you have to love it you have to really want to immerse yourself in all the different news and information and entertainment out there and also create your own content so i believe strongly in that i believe in contributing as much to the social media world if you will uh, as i as as i get what i get out of it i believe in contributing as much or even more back to it um that's just me that's not for everybody it takes time not even a question but i think the benefits we we grow so much by seeing the world as you and i were talking about helen earlier do you have a follow up question uh, yeah i think the social media is a platform it offers us to overview the world and see yeah how, how what happened in the world so it's a good that is perfect and helen you and i are on the same page that's what i feel it it allows you to connect and you know i have friends from all over the world now thanks to social media who i haven't met in person but i consider them dear friends because i feel i know them as is is as well as i know my close dear friends in person i know them that well online because we can see each other we can listen to each other we can watch each other's videos and a lot of people are very sharing off a lot on social media um and and i like that you know it 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 makes me feel closer to people from all over the world i'm i'm looking at another student in the class and wondering if she might have a question thanks helen for that gabriella would you maybe have a question for me i'm going to hand you the mic hi so how do you think the impact of ai will change communications on social media well that was a curveball <laughs> gabriella that's a great question she asked how do i think the creation of ai artificial intelligence could change how we communicate on social media in in lots of ways and and it on the one hand it's frightening and intimidating and perhaps overwhelming and and on the other hand geez that's powerful that's a that's a good thing i just may take advantage of myself and I'm even going to tell you how I as I said that I have already taken advantage of it my myself I do a lot of motivational videos and I have gone into ChatGPT and asked it to come up with themes for me 
So I might say, hey, ChatGPT, it's only as good as the prompt you give it. And I might say, hey, I want to do a motivational video on endurance, on, on being strong and resilient and persistent in the face of challenge. Can you give me an idea what I might be able to talk about in 30 seconds or less or in ChatGPT's case in 100 words or less? And it has given me some themes not that I have and not that I would use them verbatim, but it prompts me then to, let's say I'm walking through Boston Common and I have half an hour to do a quick motivational video, it enables me to do it a little easier, a little quicker. Um, That's a good thing. Where I think it's not a good thing is if it's abused or misused or... um, First of all, you can't always trust it. It might not give you the proper information or it might not give you accurate information. But I also would be sad if people start using it verbatim. That's just one form of AI, too, that I'm talking about, chat GPT. I I realize that with pictures and videos, there can be so much now um, inauthentic, if if that's a word, um, content that's not authentic, not genuine, being created by AI. It can appear authentic and genuine and personal and sincere, but it's actually not. Um, That worries me. I would never use it that way. I would use it to enhance the content I create. I can tell you another way I use it. I use an app called CapCut, and CapCut gives me all these templates for short videos. By the way, if you're on TikTok, CapCut, I highly advise. And someone told me that. A student here at Northeastern, it was last spring semester, told me about CapCut. They said, Professor, you might like this tool. And I now create a lot of my own short, I think the term is B-roll video. And that means like scenes of me running or, or from any of my videos. I'll take a little snippet and I upload it into a CapCut template. CapCut gives you the words and it gives you the voice sometimes and the music. <laughs> But I always try to have video of me. And people know it's CapCut. It says CapCut on it. So I don't think, in fact, I'm almost ending this answer, I think uh, tying it up in a a nice bow, um, by saying I almost feel like I am an example of someone who is using AI already more than I realize, but very um, transparently and still me an accurate reflection of who I am, an authentic, I hope, sincere reflection of who I am. I would never want to use it or intend to use it um, intentionally um, to, to, geez, never, never, never to fool people or mislead people. And that is what I'm worried about with regards to other people, them using it to mislead or fool or, or disguise if I use it, it would be to enhance and augment and, and it would be very transparent that I am, in fact, using it. Is that a decent answer? That was a great question, by the way. We could go on and on about that topic. How about one more question? I think you might have had a question for me, if I'm, I'm not corrected. Did someone else have a question? Anyone in this class? Maybe? Any of you? Yeah. Please. Hi, Professor. I have a question. What is the biggest change of your social media for you? The biggest change yeah. that I've seen in social media? Mm-hmm. 
Um, really good question. So I would say from text to to video. So when social media first came around, um, there was YouTube, but not many people. There wasn't TikTok. Um, there wasn't the short form video thing. Let's say 15 years ago that there is now. So thinking quickly, thinking on my feet, literally, I'm standing up and walking around this room. Um, the the transition or um, the segue from predominantly text on social media to predominantly visual content, Instagram with pictures, um, TikTok with with um, the videos. And, of course, it was Snapchat and still is. Um, and there was a thing called Vine. I don't know if you've heard of Vine. That was short-form video. Um, so I'd say that's the biggest change, and I like that change. I just hate to see the written word um, lost um, over time, the importance of text, the importance of the written words. I hope that never totally disappears. I don't think it will. Um, I think video, short-form video, is a good thing because it has enabled a lot of people to create their own content easily. And and certainly our appetite as consumers for short-form video um, is is seemingly uh, infinite. You know, we all love um, scrolling on on TikTok and Instagram stories, et cetera, et cetera. So, did did I sufficiently answer your question? I hope so. Thank you. That was an awesome question. Three great questions from my students, and I'm 14 minutes into the episode. What did I say this was? 180. I hope. Am I correct? I think it was episode 180 of my podcast, and I think this will be a keeper. At least that will be my plan. We didn't know um, whoever is listening right now, besides the the students in my classroom, we didn't know if this would be a podcast I would actually publish or not, but but I'm liking it. I hope you like it when you listen to it. I thank my students, each and every one of you. You are all wicked smart and ridiculously awesome, and I will say the same to my listeners of Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. I thank you for listening. I thank you for subscribing. I thank you for spreading the word about my podcast, and for now, that's it, but you know I'll be back soon, and I hope you will be too listening to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Thanks.